okay, okay, okay. Versatile Vigilante, Young Vince, Uncle Vinny in here with a banger, man. <laughs> we got a real legend in the building. What's the up, Mass Vinny? Bandit, <laughs> Takeo. Yeah, one of them. Takeo 10, man. Yes, cheers, cheers to you, my guy. Go over here. Have fun drinking that. <laughs> man. For uh, versatile vigilante viewers, before we get into Take Your Story, man, been lining this up for a couple of years now. Very excited to <laughs> yeah. get this going, bro. Yeah, you know, the pandemic kind of hit us for a minute, hit pause, but we're back. We're now we're actually doing it. That's good. I want to come. I want to come fucking interview. That's great. Appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you coming out. Uh, how you been living, man? What's new? Uh, well, just getting back in the swing of things. You know, it's summer. It was summer, so doing some murals. Getting my stuff back running when it comes to like the merch or the sweaters and also just like getting back into painting. Painting in all sorts. So it's been dope. Yeah, everything's been gravy right now. I see you killing it, bro. And speaking of painting, you brought a absolute banger to the office hey, today. This is for the wall. This is Man, for you. Thank you so much, bro. Look at this. <laughs> if you know who Takeo is, you know there's a very famous character. This is is this one of one? This is one of one. one that's of a, that's one a hand painted for the vigilante wall, bro. Thank yeah, you so man, much. For you. I love this. I'm gonna put this here. Hopefully, the camera could see that the whole interview. That was <laughs> fucking sick. Tell me about this, man, because you have an interesting story about doing this painting too, right? Well, yeah. I mean, like this character. I started doing him back in like 2018, 2019 kind of area, and um, it's like a graffiti one-liner. So it goes over his eyes and then his nose and his back over. So it like, it has these graffiti roots and elements. And, and then also like the cartoons kind of, I grew up with, a lot of people grew up with that kind of nod to the old school, right. but now updated, right? Kind of with the edge of being an adult. So that kind of grimy graffiti uh, adult character stuff is kind of what I'm after. Love it, bro. And I for and, and for anyone watching, one of my favorite uh, artists in the city, easily. And <laughs> uh, when I first saw your work, I, I felt that I'm like, it's a pretty innocent looking cartoon, but it's like on a downtown wall. It, a lot of people colors. will say it looks like they recognize it. I had one girl say, "Is that Felix the Hedgehog?" Which is just True. like it's this mashup of these characters <laughs> yeah. that we grew up with, right? So exactly. it works. It's like no, it's its own thing, but it has that nod to it specifically. So yeah, I love it, bro. And thank you again for this. And Always. we're gonna post your links on uh, on on this video for sure. No man, but appreciate I, it. I definitely want to go back to a little bit of how how you came up. Um, talk a little bit. And we spoke before the podcast, but for for the gang here, uh, talk a little bit about where you grew up, kind of how you got into what you're doing now. Well, uh, I've been doing art my whole life. Grew up a military brat, so all the way East Coast. Every four years, I moved, but always like suburb stuff. Right. Never like always appreciated graffiti, like when I saw it, but I never had like the real right environment to do it. So when I moved to Toronto back in like 2013, it was like, okay, now I got a playground. Now I can see these other artists firsthand, you know, not on the internet or whatever. Like even back then, YouTube was like still pixelated and you knew these writers like Art Child, Scam, Kane, all, all these H. Bacon, all these guys that you'd see on the internet, but you never was a high quality image or anything like that, or just seeing it up close and being around it every day. Like even, oh man, there's just so many artists in Toronto that I loved and, you know, um, being able to come to the city and start finding these little pockets or, um, you know, just seeing these, these pieces up close, like big burners up close or meeting them eventually, like that kind of, that kind of shit you just can't even, you know, put into words because it, it really is kind of what the end goal is and, and being able to put your mark on the city. That's right. really kind of what I was going for always is to creep into your subliminal even if you don't know, you've seen it or whatever. Um, and that's always been kind of one of my goals. So just be part of that environment. I feel you. Because it's really a, it's a scene. It's a very specific type of it's scene. Totally, type of... It's totally a scene. And like I can look at movies and tell you where it's filmed. Even though they tell you it's New York, it's like, oh, no, I know that's Montreal because I can see who's in that city. I can see who's on the post. Right. I can tell it's in Toronto. A lot of shit's filmed in Toronto. Like, And then I know I can see these other writers that are local then I go, oh, okay, that's filmed in Toronto right away. Right. Or it's filmed in New York, or it's filmed in LA. You know, sometimes they try and get around that, but as a writer, you know that, because it is niche enough. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And, and I feel like doing this type of uh, street art 
you mm. learn the city so well that you go into these different crevices, different areas. I think it's a great way to learn where you are. Yeah, it's like it's essentially that's why urban exploring and graffiti go hand in hand because yes. it really is that. And like, I'm not going to pretend to be the craziest graffiti writer in the world. There's a lot of guys that really go hard in the city too. They go ham all the time. But like, I really appreciate uh, being involved in it and seeing that. And you do get to explore. And I do notice that thing. I I I see the city differently now. Right. Where uh, you know you used to look at the front of signs or billboards, and now I'm looking at the back of them because I want to see who's up or who's tagging something or the back of a box or I don't even notice ads anymore. I'm looking at who's tagging like the corner or who's tagging this or whatever. Like it really is funny. It, it, you do immerse yourself in it. For sure. You, you see it from a different perspective. Yeah, now. absolutely. You touched on a good point there where you said you kind of grew up in the suburbs. You, you, you never really uh, were doing the street stuff. Was this something that you always knew you were going to do? Yeah. Well, I always, I always liked it. It always yeah. had this cool appeal. It always was this bright and it had this kind of like, cryptic language that you didn't really know initially i didn't know how to read that stuff right? right and and by getting involved in it more and having the ability to it was awesome like you started to learn kind of firsthand what that was and yeah i always did want to get involved and so when i moved to the city it was like okay here's my opportunity um i start i met a homie of mine zeus one um from toronto originally took off went to japan came back and i met him up in barry when i was actually taking a fine arts course okay and uh we became homies and he really fast-tracked me on graffiti like he's like no nah, you're one name was so i was writing strike or something before he's like no that's that shit you know like uh, write something shorter and uh write something you know like with these letters and you know do a one line like he really fast-tracked me and that's how graffiti really is like it, sh it was passed down city like and generation to generation and city to city right. now with the internet it's really opened up so like you'll get people in new zealand writing like writers in la or writing like people from new york when really it's like it was the neighborhood. That's why Philly is so strong on their stuff still. It's like it really is a representation of their city. It's still Philly style. Uh, and but you can still take influences from wherever, but um, and you, ca you can't not, right? Yeah. But graffiti was taught like hand, like word of mouth, like by generation to generation. And so I was lucky enough to have that kind of and fast track that. And I already had art kind of background. I already knew kind of things, but bro, it still took me. 10 years to even get a semblance of like good in graffiti and I'm still still learning every day there's still people that are way more accomplished on their pieces and all that stuff like for sure and there's people that are bombing so hard uh, that I love in the city like Keel or Sarah or any of these guys like they just crush it and uh, but I appreciate all that stuff right yeah. I love that and I see that and I wanted to participate in that so that I could bring it back to my canvas work in a true sense I didn't want to be like one of these people that found the fucking spray paint aisle, you know, and we're like, oh, I'm going to start doing it on my canvases, right. but not understanding what a one liner is, what right. any of this stuff is. So like that to me is important. I wanted to do it justice. Yeah. So, yeah. You wanted to really immerse yourself in the culture. Yeah. And learn it 100% before I start taking it anywhere else and do it, do it proper justice for sure. That's admirable, man, because... You're drink. seeing it from the... There we go. Drink time. <laughs> Shout out Westbound P. <laughs> legend. Stole this move from Westbound. Cheers. You top. Real Thanks legend. for that move. Hell yeah. Gang. Shit. <laughs> Vigilante yeah. gang. Um, I love that though because you know what you were talking about right now? It reminded me of kind of like what I how I feel musicians would talk about music. Like I have inspiration from different cities and I want to respect the... The yeah, city you and can't the style. Not, yeah. You can't not in a creative, even if it's chef or film or any of that stuff, but you have to kind of pay respects to it or do a nod to it and make it your own. Always make it your own by repetition, by what graffiti, black booking, or putting in the work. But it's don't feel bad about being inspired by somebody. Of course you're gonna be inspired. That's what it is. Exactly. And especially with, with music or with anything like anything. that. It, you're gonna see that. And with the internet, it's opened up a lot more. But graffiti was funny because now you are getting people from overseas writing like people from different neighborhoods or different cities, which would never have happened before. Crazy, right? Because it really, in the end of it, it really is a representation of your community, graffiti. It is. You see kind of these people that are marking their territories and and everyone's influencing their own styles, right? Uh, Montreal is really good. Even Toronto, they have this like particular style that you can see. 
Um, especially like um, the LSD cats or any of those guys. It's just, uh, yeah. And, and every city has these pockets that are great. Yes. I've, I've noticed that. And I actually first heard of you from that wall noise project. Yeah. Uh, at the beaches. That's my homie Cruise One. Shout out Cruise One. He puts that on. Big, big cat, big dude. He put me in GFC, which is my click now. Okay. And Sick. yeah, he he's dope. I love that, man, because up to that point, I thought graffiti was always damn near like, oh, it's illegal. Like, we're doing this illegally. So, Toronto always had this, like, major hate on graffiti, especially when Doug was in power, right? Or okay. no, Rob, Rob, sorry, I fucked that up. His brother. Right. Uh, but Rob had this, besides smoking crack, he had this fucking hate on, like, graffiti for some reason. To the point where he couldn't get a hold of it, uh, he would start charging the buildings, like, owners, if they didn't clean it up. Really? And, like, there was this very, like, don't fuck with graffiti at all. And now, you know, things have moved forward. And Street Art Toronto is now paying these artists to do these huge murals which is fantastic right uh because now not only are we cultivating our own uh community of artists and uh, giving them experience we're attracting international artists we're giving them the ability to build their portfolios and people are getting work from it and like that's dope um Unreal. i know i know their whole tactic about it it's it's great it, would i call that graffiti and no i mean a spray can doesn't make it graffiti <clears throat> graffiti is the ability to go up and do something with your hands, you know, with just a can, with that tool. Right. Street art, like Banksy. Banksy's not a graffiti artist, right? He's a street artist. The guy can sit in his, um, you know, studio for six months, plan this out. Amazing artist, talented artist. But graffiti artist, eh, he, he probably could do it, but what he's doing is street art. Right. Right? There's a difference between guys that can go with a couple cans and do a whole burner with no tools, right? Other than their, their body and their fucking hand styles and their cans. Um, you know, so that's, there is a difference between that. Very interesting. And that's a lesson for me, man, because I put it all under one kind of subculture. Yeah. And that's so interesting to hear. No, it's different things. Yeah. So when you do your legal wall, I mean, it's essentially that's street art. Right. And that's a friendlier PC version of the same kind of thing. But it's like, with, with street art, it's like, you know, a picture of a pony riding a unicorn over whatever or like something political like Banksy. Sure. Graffiti is letters and characters, but letters. Letters is the basis of graffiti and hand styles. Not working on a whole stencil for 20 days in your place and then going up with a team of people and spraying gotcha. it. That's street art. That's cool because you're taking public space. Like, I get that. That's wh that's why I like it. Yeah. But the ability to just grab a fucking marker and go do something or grab an etcher and go do something, that's that's graffiti. That's what the essence of graffiti is to me. Got you. I feel like that has a bit of that, like, rebellion, like, kind of underground spirit to it. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. It really, it, it does definitely. I mean, yeah. that's probably what attracted it to me in the first place is I was always the fucking loud kid in school or the you know little jokes or pranks or whatever the fuck it was but yeah the, as soon as someone tells me not to do something <laughs> in the back of my head you know you think okay fuck that i'm gonna do it and there and there's that's what the appeal is to it right yes. and that's why it's so popular now even with fucking galleries is that uh oh it has that edge that people are looking for it has this kind of underground thing that's yeah, niche and community you. yeah that people want to know they want to be involved in that yes and the only way you're going to do it is by getting you know involved in that community and putting in the work like you still you still have to put in the work like um yeah 10 years plus keep going right and black book the fuck out of everything like you know just burn through pages just keep working on your hand style and it'll constantly evolve i'm still evolving right right everyone's going to keep learning and going right Absolutely. And and before you came to Toronto, had you done anything on any public areas or was it all canvases and, and your own um, Before, yeah, it was mostly mostly like canvas work and stuff. I did a lot of abstract work. I did yeah. a lot of illustrative work, which is like my canvases uh, that have like the robots on them. Yes. From Miller Original Art, right? That's, that's my fine art stuff. And that's like, that's a lot more, uh, you know, friendly to the general population or the viewer that they right. that's more fine art and i love that stuff still and those colors are still and and i do a lot of palette knife work 
And graffiti is just a different part of what I wanted to do and get involved in, but learn firsthand, like I was saying, and do right. it justice. Because my goal is always to try and bring it back to my canvas work, right? Um, and But do it properly. Don't do it like, you know, some part-time yeah. fucking they found the graffiti aisle. Master the craft. Yeah, try to. try At least do it some justice, right? A hundred percent. So starting off with the more um, graffiti stuff, like outside, how do you practice? Where like you just run around to the empty <laughs> walls or what the fuck's the deal with that? Uh, so like we were saying before, you start seeing the city in different spots. You start seeing lines of sight. Right. You start seeing when you're driving to that building's high, that's got a spot, whatever it is. And then about going out and doing it, right? And I definitely have like, spurts of activity where i'll go hard for a bit and then i'm fucking i'll take a break or life gets in the way or whatever it is there are people out here that are super consistent and killing it all times but if i'm honest i always got a tool on me i always got some fucking marker or some mop or something you know or some stay some prepared. can yeah stay for because it's usually like fuckery when you're out and about you're half drunk you're like ah oh, it's a good spot i'll fucking get that absolutely but at the same time i still have respect for you know i don't get up on fucking cars or churches or like someone's personal personal property like that like i try and get in where i fit in like that and i don't diss writers just for the sake of dissing writers like i really want to just kind of fucking get up unless someone's fucking starts crossing me which has happened but Fuck. like you know usually that's kind of the name of the game you can't even be fucking upset about it you just got to keep going and stay consistent right right and kind of like a fucking dog keep marking your territory which made me laugh because my dog was doing the same thing <laughs> like i would go out for a walk with her and uh, she'd be pulling her leash, being like, no, no, here, here, here. And she'd go fucking <laughs> mark her spot. And then two minutes later, I'd be down the road trying to fucking tag a, <laughs> a pole or something. And I was just like, fuck, the parallels are exact. Like, I, I'm so surprised. Universe is aligned. We're exactly that. <laughs> I love that, man. That's so funny. You uh, mentioned something interesting where people will, like, whack your shit out. That's a, that's a thing? Like, there's yeah, man. Some, like people, that? some people get off on that. Like, they... It's used, actually, to be honest, it's only one dude, whatever. It's still remain nameless. Not going to okay. give him any fucking, you know, airtime on that. No but it's clout. like some people, there's a thing, uh, if you ever watched um, like that original, um, what the fuck is the name of it? It's a great, it's a great documentary. Star Wars, Star Wars. Like I, Home Zeus threw me on that. Okay. Um, and it's a documenting the graffiti scene in New York. During, like, the late 80s, kind of when it was, like, the subway scene and all that. Like, the golden era, right? That even even through graffiti world around the world. Like, that was, that was like, the golden era. Whereas people could go all city by hitting a whole train line. Uh, but there was this one dude called Cap on there. And his whole MO was just going around and fucking painting over someone's work that took them hours. But doing it really fast. Like, I'm not going to lie. There is a style to that. There is a style to doing it correctly, but I don't get off on just like fucking lining people for kicks or vandalism for kicks. Like go kick a fucking window in for kicks. Like yeah. that's not interesting enough to me. And also I want my shit to ride. So when I put something up, hopefully it lasts longer unless the city comes and buffs it or whatever. But I don't want to be pissing off the community so that every time they fucking see my name, they're crossing it out. Real right? shit. I just still want to kind of do my thing and, and you know, keep it up. So that's kind of the MO. So listen, it's the, all different personalities in this game. Yeah. And that's just how it's going to be with everything, right? So it is what it is. That's just not me. Yeah. No, I relate to that, man, because that's one of the things that I really like about your work. You know, one of the first ones that I saw was uh, near the parking lot on Queen and Augusta, that Green Pea lot. There's, you have a big-ass one there. Uh, the uh, one character, like the yeah, fucking A. Exactly. Yeah, and so I'm that's like, like a lowercase A with it, teeth. It looks so good, though. And I'm like, man, <laughs> this is like fire. Like, it's nice to look at. You yeah, know? Well, and, and yeah, fuck, I appreciate that. Because I always try and do like these bold lines. I always try and do like nice, consistent lines that are the same distance apart until they taper off. And like what happens is from a distance, that's super vibrant and that sticks yeah. out and it's bold. And uh, if it's done correctly, uh, it does its job. 
Yeah, it adds to the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Like, yeah. you know. 100%. Because it's like, fuck, back in college, like, I was going to take graphic design because everyone's like, oh, you're not going to fucking make money at art, especially all my uncles and aunts and parents. Like, you're not going to make money at art, you know, you're not going to make money at art. It's like such, such a slim margin. And so, like, in college, I'm like, okay, well, then I'll go take uh, graphic design because then even if I get to design billboards or something, I'm influencing the community or the world uh, just with my style, my art. And that's what really appealed to me with graffiti too, was that, oh shit, like I can go take spaces. Yeah. Um, and then came the whole learning curve of scale. So drawing something like this to something that's like 20 feet across or like 10 feet high, it, it's a totally different skill set. And like your can control and shit, but like that's the fun of it is that now I'm reaching an audience or I'm imposing my will on this audience that uh, it's gonna hopefully make a mark on them, right? Yeah. And oh, apparently it's worked it. kind of. It does, man. Yeah. I, I'm, you mentioned the term urban, uh, what was it, urban adventure? Oh, urban that? explorer. Urban explorer. That to me seems, that's like me, bro. Like I love to mm. wander around, especially West cities. Bound. Shout out Westbound, man. Westbound P, super chill. Watch that. A hundred percent. Definitely uh, cut from a similar cloth with that. Yeah. And when I see shit like that, to me, it's like it's like being in the forest, bro. Like beautiful scenery. How beautiful is that? I love so it's it, like man. someone. It's kind of like a nod. It's like someone's been there before you. Yeah. Or how the fuck did they get up there? There's a lot of fucking magic in this like whole thing or like cool, cool bits of it that's like people want to know or how do they do it or oh shit someone's been here before and that happens with writers that happens with the general public it happens with everyone right and that's yep. pretty cool it's very cool and you know like you said earlier too with like passing shit down from yep. generation to like yo that's that's doing it too well that's happened to me a few times too where like i'm fucking older for sure and um a couple younger writers have come up to me and just been like oh you know like i I followed your shit for so long or like you come a long way and that kind of hit me where I was like whoa like um, I really like their work or I see what they're doing or I see how hard they're going and it's like I never thought about that at the time is exactly what I was saying it's like you're influencing that community or you're or, um, hopefully making the next generation and inspiring them to do their own thing but yeah. with your inspiration or your tweak and so they go and put their own stamp on it. That's really all I can ever ask for is that it makes a mark and they go fucking hard on their – and who knows who they're, where they're going to go. Exactly. Right? Very well said. And, you know, like music's an important part of a city. Um, mm -hmm. Films are an important part of the city. But the street art is a huge part of a city too, bro. Yeah. It's all hand in hand. It, it really is all hand in hand. And, and like Culture. It, we all know since Drake really blew this shit up, like the city especially, there has been talent and there is all this talent in the city. And what I always kind of liked about him and his lyrics and uh, everyone that he's kind of like fucked with and talked about is yeah. like, it's been the truth. It's been raw. It's been like Western Road and all these things that are Canadian shout outs or Toronto shout outs. And then not only that, like giving... Um, uh, all these other artists in the community a chance so whether it is music which has blown up in this city yes. it's now f film which we all know is huge this is like this is hollywood north right this film industry is up here and it's it can, can continue to be up here and then the food scene and all these things it's now the eyes are turning onto the city internationally and like we're getting chances and we're getting uh more business out of it and so that's huge you can't you can't deny that that hasn't happened in like the last 10 years or so whatever it's been and it's been amazing probably longer since you came to the city bro not me bro <laughs> not fucking me um, i'm just a part of it man and that's what that's what i wanted to be right and and so. wherever it takes me is what i want it to be and and obviously being part of that community and and uh everything that comes with it no 100 percent bro relatable I, I i fuck with it um I, think I love hearing that. Yeah, I, I love showing love to the city and the people that make it so great. You know, yeah, hundred percent. It's That's not the it. politicians that do it. It's not no the those fucking guys. That does it. It's the people <laughs> that are doing it are doing right. it. You know, and and like I always like, even like uh, you know Matty Matheson. You know, yeah, he, yeah of course. So Legend. like, what always kind of made me laugh about him or why I think he's really become and actually any artist in any capacity when they're not afraid to speak the truth. And to be so fucking real with their experiences, what happens is it hits home with the audience. It hits home with other people, you know, and 
it becomes relatable and it becomes like that's art like that's really art yeah is when you're unafraid to to be uh vocal about your experience and what happens is because it's so raw and real it becomes a shared thing and, and people relate to that oh fuck i do that in my life or that's exactly what happened to me or i know somebody like that and it just it rings truer and it's and it's just more real so a hundred percent people love honesty when it's yeah if that's what they're looking for yeah know? for sure it's all well and good to fucking talk about elves and that's cool but i think even still they're taking from real life yeah and that type of shit you know it, it will always kind of ring true and that, that's if you can if you can represent what's going on in your life and what's going on in the time right now that's what every other artist in time has ever done real shit right if you feel something from this awesome yeah yeah and that's but all you can do is represent what's going on right? all you can do is talk about what's going on with you yep right what's happening in your fucking world as you know it right now it's such a good point man because we're fucking surrounded by a lot of outside shit mm-hmm. and meanwhile it's like am i dealing with this right now no i'm dealing with this like i'm out here let's yeah relate I think, to this i think this pandemic's really taught a lot of people because we all knew like whatever this fucking kind of hit us in the face there was a lot of turmoil where people were you know uh so polar opposites on every little thing yeah there was exactly. a lot of like infighting even beef. in families but beef, there was a bro. lot of fucking confusion and question and terror and fear and like even when this shit happened like the lockdowns happened it was like the narrative on the news was changing every fucking three minutes and yeah. four minutes and i think kind of what's happening is people are starting to question media more which i've always done i always like listening to like 20 stories and then coming up with my <laughs> own fucking because you know it, we can't deny that the news is a business now all this shit is a business like i saw the cnn had a fucking death toll counter on the thing on their on their broad and i'm like what fucking garbage is this like that's so extra it's clearly fear-mongering Trash. all these things and so hopefully people are becoming more aware and and i think that's kind of what's happening and also now it's like 2022 now and i'm feeling this relaxation especially with people and, and even in my own family, you know, where they're getting back to their old ways and what's important to them. Yeah. And being relatable and, you know, just being themselves more. I think that's huge. It is, man. Because living that way of be- living in fear and all that, that CNN bullshit, it's tiring, bro. It's not good oh, for you. It's, it's not taxing healthy. as fuck. Yeah, yeah. You can't do it. I, I Eventually, I was just like turning off. Turn I would, it off, I would get a fucking update, but I wasn't going to be glued to it. Because no. it, it just doesn't serve you. It's trash, man. And you know what's funny? Um, I You know what kind of really turned me off of it? Guys in studios are telling us about what's happening outside. You're never outside. Yeah. They are never outside. Well, there was bro. a time where it was illegal to be fucking outside. Yeah. And, you know? like, again, it was just, like, whatever the concerns were. And there's no doubt it was, it was authentic. It's real. Sure. I, I get that. At, you know, okay, what was the term that they had coined was, like, um social distancing oh. which was like immediately it's like anybody that's not your friend anybody that you don't know is the enemy with that term and it was like literally enemy if the if a fucking old lady hit the dirt on the crosswalk don't help I her i couldn't pick her up because i'd kill her right it, it was just so weird it was just such a weird time and i really feel like we are coming back from that sure. in kind of a re- renewed kind of look at things so i'm excited for that and i'm feeling it I am too, man. And that's why your story is important because that's real, like, real life story. It's not media infiltrated. It's not. No. It's real life. Like, I, don't have outside. Any, I don't have any uh, commercial interests in the back telling me what to do no. or what to say. Like, this is really my experience. Like, what's kind of going on with me? And hopefully what's going on in my community, right? And that's really kind of this shared thing that we're all in. Agreed, bro. I love that. Um, being, doing art on the street doing graffiti on the street ever does that ever get dangerous for you uh listen when i first started out i was definitely younger i was like 25 you know which is late in this game right um i've had moments i've had moments where (laughs) uh you know you get stupid or you drink to take the edge off or whatever and like yeah, no, it's, yeah, you know what? You just got to be fucking smart about it. And there's a lot of writers that are, like, north of 40 that are, they're doing it and they're being a ninja about it. Right. And they're being smart about it. And there's a lot of people that are just straight fuckery and doing it. And eventually they'll get caught. And once you get caught, you start getting serious about it. Because it is under your skin at that point, And you right. kind of want to keep doing it. 
right? You got to have that creative outlet somewhere. And a lot of people, that's like their only creative outlet. Like they don't have uh, the tools or the options or the knowledge to do any other type of art, but this is what they've started to do. And it, uh, to me, it's a legitimate thing. Like, to me, it's absolutely legitimate um, art form. That's like anything like tattooing or, or music. Like you have to put the work in to uh, do it justice and, and acknowledge the people that came before you and learn that stuff. And then like hopefully master that and then put your spin on it, you know? Yes. So like that's that's major. Is it just keep putting in work and keep fucking going. It's it's fucking hilarious, bro. Because uh, everyone I talk to, they could be in any different field. That it always comes back to that. Yeah, it's on. Keep it's honestly, going. yeah, it's really the process. And then like I was watching something, it's like some fucking podcast. I think it was like the barbershop or something with like Drew Barrymore okay. and Idris Elba okay. and like somebody else and, and uh, oh uh, fucking uh, Irving and like they're all talking about their own respective fields and they're like even lebron james like you know he he'll win stuff or he'll do it but really what he's good at and what he loves is the process which is working out being with the team all that stuff and even fucking drew barrymore was like oh my god the process that's what it is it's like it really is it's that journey it's that it's that whole thing it's like, yeah you're gonna have highs you're gonna have lows you're gonna have all this in between shit but like really the whole distance of that fucking thing is kind of what it's about so and true. enjoying that while you're in it. It's so true, man. It's, it's very important for people to learn that, I think, and you got to learn that at your own pace too. Yeah. Um, it takes time. takes time. And you're going to fucking burn yourself or you're going to have something fucking magical fall out of the sky and land on your lap. And that's great. Yeah. But always kind of stay hopefully true to yourself because uh, people will get claws in you. You know, uh, but just keep fucking going. Really, in the in the end, keep going. Keep going. You and never know. <laughs> yeah, like sometimes I gotta take my own fucking advice because, like, I will, you know, take a break or or not be into it at the time or be uh, uninspired or or life will get in the way. And I really, truly am happier when I start getting back into my work and start creating and and putting my stamp on shit. It's real, bro. I think a lot of people go through that, too. I go through oh, that. Oh, for, for sure. sure. And I think you have to sometimes, right? Like That's what fucking feelings are for. Yeah. All these... I love how people... It's like the first thing to do is fucking drug them up. Because it really is. It's like, oh, my dog died. Oh, okay. Well, let's just get you addicted to this fucking drug so you're good to go to work yeah. that day. It's like, no, like, feel that shit for a minute. You know, feel that shit. But then, like, start moving forward, taking those steps. But these emotions and these fucking things are spikes or anxiety. These are real things to help you in life. Yes. And so you have to fucking feel them to some degree. It's so right? true, bro. I, I recently had a situation where it's just a very, like, stressful situation. And yeah. It worked out. And it worked out fine, but it was very stressful. And after it was over, I was like, man, I'm very happy that happened because I learned so much from it. Like, I... I fucking That's true. did it. I went through it. It was very tough, but mm -hmm. I feel stronger already, you know? You should. And it sometimes people don't realize that. Yeah. And but it's not to not to fucking take away from that it was stressful and it was high and but like that's a moment in time. Exactly. That it will make you stronger and better in the future. Hopefully. You know? hundred percent. I think it will. There's no hopefully about it. Will. It. it will. It'll put a it'll you put a mark it. on you. Yeah. You feel it. You think of your first couple times doing your work on the walls compared to now, bro. Fucking yeah, way better. Fuck, than I you even were. look like I even look two years back because, like I said, like get in your black book or your sketch pad, whatever what you're doing, just kind of keep, keep doing your hand styles, keep doing your throw ups, your characters, all these things. Um, and like I look even two years, five years ago when I thought I was pretty hot shit, and I'm like, fuck, bro, like there's some there's some fucking things that need work there, right? And that's really what it is. It's like it, you just keep going. So it's beautiful, man. It is beautiful, right? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It, it really it's is. It's got to be the same with you and your stuff, like a hundred percent, bro. When I messaged you for the first time, this, I didn't have this space. Right. I had been, uh, way, way like yeah. less advanced, you know. Mm -hmm. And you look. I look back on those times. It was a beautiful time. Yeah. And it's like fuck, man. We're You're still, starting yeah. to go. You, there is that. There is out. that fucking. Um, like that uh like you're just so excited yeah you're ready to go you really are kind of naive because you're Barely. doing it but honestly that's what it takes is to take that first step and that second step and then you start building you go okay fuck i need that there's a lot of people that'll come up with excuses like i need this or i need that or i need this to even take a step and really just fucking take one one and, and see where it goes 
because whatever worked for someone else or whatever their advice was might not work for you. And it sure as fuck not your path. Your path is exactly what you're going to do and take down and, 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 and experience. So like every other fucking job that I've ever taken, I always take something from it. Whether it was shit or it was fucking cool or whatever, I've always taken something from that and applied it in my life in the future. Very wise words from. I feel like old right Uncle here. Uncle Takeo here right now. Uncle Takeo is <laughs> spitting some fucking knowledge yeah, though. I got bro. plaid wrapped seats in my truck. Man, shout out, shout out to Uncle Takeo, bro. Yeah. You're saying real shit though. Yeah. Very real shit because it's something where everyone that's made it a far way. Mm will feel you on that. They're like, ah. yeah, you're 100% right. Like, it, it really, it really is. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, man, if no one can knock you fucking putting an effort and trying exactly. your fucking best, even if you're shit at the moment, which, hey, if you're starting out, guaranteed you are. Yes. Okay? That's what it is. But the fact that you show an interest in it and the fact that you have passion for it and the fact that you're going to fucking hopefully not give up and keep fucking going and take all those highs and lows man you're going to become what you're going to become and that's what it's about yeah hopefully yeah man that's what it's about absolutely that's why i want man i never get why people are jealous of other people or their success or their especially in the art world or like any creative thing it's because no one can do what you do like you do if you're fucking you know like they can be influenced or they can bite your shit or even in the art world they can fucking take your shit but like if you're good at what you do it's a well it's an endless so you can tap into that and keep going and keep going but like what will stop you is yourself if you don't like continue to fucking go you could have this shit if you want it. Fucking take yeah. it. I'll do it. I'll do it even better. I'll make something better. Bro, I've said that. Better. I've said that. Hell yeah, man. I love that attitude. Because yeah, it's, it's that true, spirit. man. I'm a fucking, I'm a, it's endless when it comes to this. And tap endless. In. Yeah. Fuck it. Keep going, man. Yeah. Take it, bro. You can try and bite as hard as you can, but you might get that little chunk, but I got a whole fucking field to go running and I'm going to keep going. Real shit. And I'm going to keep fucking producing these next things and next things because like, the world's still happening around you and I'm going to take all those influences and turn them to the next one that's pertinent exactly. right now and the one that's business right now. So you know what you've gone through. You know what you're capable of. And I know Confident. what's what's happening, right? Yes. And if I can comment on that, then people are going to go, oh, fuck, that's, you know, that's new. That's this. Yeah. That's that. You know, like, fuck, that's that makes shit. sense. Real as fuck, bro. That was an amazing uh, <laughs> monologue there man i love that yeah shit. that's inspiration for me and i think for people to watch that too bro it's like nah fuck it let's keep going who gives a fuck man that's yeah <laughs> i fucking i feel you on that who one cares? i'm gonna drink to that one cheers to that cheers. Man. <laughs> refill yeah real shit you know uh yo i was doing a little instagram creep on your profile sure and i saw that you posted a, a picture when you were a kid with all the walls in your house all fucking written on oh that's the miller one yeah bro my mom took that one legendary with the blonde curly hair and like a fucking i think snow pants no shirt yeah no shirt on yeah and like i had taken a marker and just fucked up the wall you know because I was bored. I don't know what it was. I was like fucking four. <laughs> four, four you were foreshadowing, bro. Yeah, totally. I know. I look at that now and I'm like, man, he doesn't even know. That's and, crazy, And my right? mom caught me. And instead of like blowing up about it, because she's an artist too. Mm. She was an art teacher for her high school. Uh, and she's always like had that involved in my life and always taught me everything. Like really, um, really everything, like, you know, and always yeah. provided opportunities for me too. Um, and she took a photo of me in the middle of like of my little first crime, <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny. Like, yeah, it's it's total like peek into like <laughs> who I am, who I'm gonna yeah, be. That's a legendary photo. I know. Man. I think I'm gonna put that on a fucking shirt one day. A hundred percent. With the eyes blocked out. <laughs> that, that, that's for real, bro. That would be like a supreme shirt or something. Yeah. Shit. Well, if they're lucky. If they're lucky, man. If they're lucky, absolutely. Do they, uh, you mentioned earlier in the interview where, like, some, you know, family, friends kind of hesitant about your career path. How is that kind of, how is that now for you, for them? Um, you know, I think they're, like, coming to terms with, like, hey, this is still what he's going to do. Yeah. And, hey, don't get it twisted. Like, I still got that side gig and I still have the other stuff that I have to go do to, like, make ends meet. Like, it's not, it's not, 
made for me by any means yes. where I would love to do that and hopefully I get there. But I know it'll come hopefully at the right time. And uh, again, it's like just keep moving forward. But yeah, they, you know, like I said, I got I got fucking support like that. Um, and I always got like um, interest and they want to talk about it and stuff like that's cool. Um, you know, is it a career yet? No. Do I know I'm good at what I do? Yeah, I think I'm really good at like my shit and, I, and I've honed my skills with that. Even my fine art stuff, like I really love it. It always looks different in person than it does kind of, uh, you know, over the internet. Yeah. I'm amazing, a shitty bro. marketer in terms of like being able to figure out what the algorithm is on fucking Instagram. Used to be more of a tool. Now I just feel it's like you got to pay to play with that shit. You definitely do. It's a bit of a task. It totally is. Like, yeah. To me, that's not my skill set. Like, I'm not a fucking lawyer. I'm not a fucking doctor. And I'm not a, like, I'm, I know what's good at brand and I know what I'm, my voice is. But in terms of like getting it out there appropriately or because I've always said it's like more eyes, more eyes on my work. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be somebody that it clicks with. And I think it has in a lot of ways. And, and um, yeah, I always have these kind of moments where I'm being active that I do get that interest, which is good. Um, it's just I really want to stay working hard and uh, have it moving forward. Hopefully my fucking parents and relatives see that one day. I can pull up in something kind of nice, four-wheel drive, right. some tint, tint on it, you know, <laughs> afford, afford you know, a nice place one day or whatever. You know, would I be okay if that's not the case? Sure. Yeah. Because I'll have the fucking sickest coffin. I'll paint it myself. One of one. One of one. Bury it, son. Yeah. No, maybe with a skylight. <laughs> yeah. Just ice that out, man. Fuck, who knows? Um, I, I, I like that you brought that up, too, man. I, I was watching a clip. Akon was saying that yesterday where it's like, man, if you're a musician or artist, whatever, it's okay to have a job, too, because you have bills to pay. Like, Fuck, Toronto. I've expensive. never... Everyone, if you don't have a side gig in Toronto... You're really not living yet. Like, I can't leave the fucking house without dropping no. 100 bucks. It used to be 50 bucks. Yo, well, fucking used to be 50 bucks, bucks, man. But, yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Even at the grocery store, it's, like, so much. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, little, I'll give you a, I'll give you a snifter, bud. Let's do it. <laughs> no, but it's... Just it's, to feel it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's fucking crazy, man. And, and, like, you're in the city you want... You want to go do stuff. You want to yes. go have a drink. You want to go exactly. have fun. Exactly. And like it's, I don't know how these kids that are younger are doing it. Like they gotta have fucking help. But do that side hustle. Do that third hustle. Do all that yeah. shit. Do passive income. Work your fucking tail off. Cause that's if you're in the city. Yeah. That's what it's about. No, yeah, and that's real, bro. And that's how I see it too. Where it's like, fuck, we spent enough time locked up, man. Yeah. I want to go out. Like everyone's you know, itching. Can't feel bad for you. Want to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Again. Cheers, homie. Let's get it. <laughs> um, no, that's that's real, bro. Very expensive city. That's that's a yeah, fact. But hey, not the most expensive. No. My boy Mworks was just in here and he's done some awesome videos in the city for some real big names and he straight up said he's like, Yo, we talk shit about Toronto, but if you think about it, only like LA and New York are bigger, really. Like Yeah, when it comes to North America sans fucking mexico city yeah it's the most and it had like the most cranes or something because yeah. look at all downtown like i can't if i leave for a weekend there's three new fucking oh buildings across the street like it really it really is flipping and rotating and yeah. and that's cool like there's growth here but again it's like man are you kicking out the people that have lived in these neighborhoods their whole life who's buying this shit i don't know man i think it's like Foreign I think it's yeah, it's like foreign shit. investors coming, and that's legit. Like that happened in that happened in Vancouver. That happens here. Yeah, the government tried to stop that. It's fucking whatever. Um, the the shame of it is, is a lot of these condos and a lot of these apartments are sitting empty exactly. because because it's an investment. It's it's more of a headache to deal with a fucking tenant than it is just to hold on to it for yeah. two years for these billionaires, Flip right? That shit. So, but to me again, that fucks with the community. Because, like, that's not now a representation of your community. That's, there's just empty boxes in the fucking sky. It's true, bro. I, I agree. That's I like to be, like, on the positive side of shit. Mm -hmm. But that's one thing that I'm nervous about of how, how people are going to survive their businesses and shit like that, man. Yeah. It's just so expensive. I don't know. Um, it's just so expensive. It's definitely going to be trying. And, like, even, like, okay, so when fucking Ukraine started, that war had started, yeah, there was, or even coming out of the pandemic, there was supply chain issues. There was a lot of that shit Huge. but 
now they're starting to get a hold of it. They're starting to kind of wrangle it in. It's starting to kind of come back to life. And the inflation is still the fucking inflation. The price, they're not going to go down from $5 a fucking loaf of bread. They're going to stay there, yeah. right? That's kind of the rule. Yeah. And now these companies and grocery stores and, and across the board, whatever it is, supply chain issue, it's like, this is now the price. Yeah. The price is the price is the price. Shout out to my homie, the price is the price is the price. Nuts. <laughs> Love <laughs> that. Instagram I got to check him out. Yeah. He a uh, graffiti artist? Yeah, good Sick. dude. Yeah. No, you're right though, bro. Fuck. <laughs> It's going to cost you arm and a leg, man. Pay, just, you're you paying up it's the ass. It's living scenarios. It's living scenarios. Like rent is like 1500 2500 3500 Like it's, if you talk to anybody in fucking New York, these guys, they'll split a one-bedroom apartment five ways and they all pay a thousand a month no no exaggeration like real no shit. like five that's grand ins- uh, man i can barely live with one roommate and i've done it and it's like we've had a whole different ends of the fucking house i could not having bunk beds and one guy on the couch and another like fuck that it's noise serious, bro you have bro. to live on the streets but then if like you're living out there and you're going in like partying or working it's like then it costs another hundred dollars to be out so it's like what's what's the fucking i don't know it's hard, bro. Is it's that, definitely new craziness. It's new craziness, and again, it's there's two sides where it's like, okay, it is how it is. Let's get it. But also, we do have to agree, like it's fucked. It's man, fucking nuts. It's like, well, back it's fucking nuts. in the fifties, it was like you could buy a car for three grand. It, whatever, we can talk about that for days. But it really is. It's like from houses. Even when I was in high school, it was like houses for. 300,000 reasonable 400 half a million was yeah. like oh that's a nice yeah. home now it's like 1.2 you're talking about I guess 20 years but like holy fuck double a shithole double yeah, I know and like even these condos some of them it's like a fucking triangle right so half of your square footage is unusable except for a fucking cat tower you yeah. have against those oh, windows sure bro but like yeah and that's 1.2 1.3 it's I don't know it's kind of I don't know if that's the MO that's what they want I don't know. I don't know who it's good for other than the builders. Like, But it's not even just the city. It'd be one thing if it was just the city. Just, it's it's the universal. Whole, it's, yeah, it's the whole fucking province. It's yeah. like, you want to go anywhere. If you want to own any piece of land, it's like, good fucking luck. Bro, just for fun on, I don't know, do you fuck with Reddit? Yeah, yeah, somewhat, somewhat. Some Just for fun, I'll go on like different cities, have their own Reddit or whatever. Yeah. And I'll go on random like Phoenix Arizona and the all the shit will be about it's getting so expensive out here it's ridiculous like it's almost like it's like fucking everywhere. planned <laughs> is that real shit man like oh <laughs> there's no land anywhere what the fuck food anywhere well you know my parents fucked off to Mexico and like, like they permanent? fucking love it no well they got a property there oh sick and they made it look nice you know they're trying to get me down there and do a few murals whatever Ooh. which is nice of them but like they're like oh the food fucking fantastic you know, the, uh, it's fucking, every, my brother was like, so cheap. Like I had a great time. Like I was fucking smoking cohibas and like yeah. the beers were like, like, uh, like 15 pesos or four pesos, some bullshit. Right. It was yeah. just like insane. Like the quality of living, you know, I feel it's like, or the price is a little bit better. I don't know if the, the, the rest of the world's got there. I don't know what the story is. I don't either, man. But it's very much across the board on this fucking Northern hemisphere or any of these developed areas. Sydney, whatever. It's just like so fucking expensive. It's true. I don't know how kids are supposed to establish themselves or get married. Ah. I don't know. I think the two options are you just work as much as possible yeah. or and, and or you're in debt up your ass till you it's, die. It's, it's probably both because yeah. if you go for the schooling route and then you can slide into an office job, you're a million dollars in debt. You yeah. know, and it's and it and it is what it is, and I guess it is, and, and it's like what I was saying before is just fucking keep working, because yeah. the the fact is the matter is like there are more people now, there yeah. are more people, and there are more hungry people, more people coming all over from all over everywhere, all fucking directions, and it's like, hey man, set up where you want to set up, and uh, work your fucking ass off, whatever that is, and then hopefully have a passion on the side, yeah. and and strive on that. Build. Yeah, fucking keep building. It's and true. hopefully surround yourself with like-minded people. Yes. That's harder than it seems. It's definitely harder than it's, than it's said. It like, is. But I got to shout out. We hate on social media a lot, but I got to shout out social media mm. for this. 
um, it's made it easy for me to find someone like yourself and other people um, where I think we do have some a lot of shit in common. Yeah. And it might have been very tough for us to link up. But, yeah, absolutely. You're you 100% know? about that. There's always there's always these moments. Yeah. Which is like, maybe that's just design. Like, I like that. And I appreciate yeah. that, right? You can't, yeah. yeah. It definitely goes both ways. Yeah, exactly, bro. Who knows? You ever see yourself leaving the city? Man, I'm a military brat. I don't give a Gotta shit. Go. Like I, yeah, I, I have this itch every four years, five years. But like this city has like got my attention because there's so much going on, Special. and there's so much opportunity. You know, like there's so much like different things I could be doing, which is great. Like, and there's so many rad people um, that I love meeting and interacting with. You know, uh, but I wouldn't be opposed to like venturing out and seeing wherever anything else is going on. Like, I always wanted to do. Um, like, I have that robot painting that I've done in front of Toronto. Love that, by the way. And, like, one of my favorite pieces. I did that, like, 2015. Amazing. Uh, and I want to do a bunch of other cities, but, like I did with graffiti or anything else, it's like, I want to go there, and I want to, like, post up for a couple months and get the lay of the land and kind of understand the city and then paint it. Like, I don't want to just look at a post. I could very well, you know. More of a portrait. It really is. And, like, I kind of, everything I did in that painting, it's, like, um, these certain buildings or certain areas that are important to me when I think of the city and I look at it a certain direction. Uh, but it's all kind of from here. Yeah. Right? It's not a fucking exact. Um, and it's got a whole vibe with these colors and energy and shit like that that, like, if I go to New York, if I go to LA or go to like Melbourne or, um, you know, Tokyo or any of these things, still, it would look dope to have this huge robot coming and crushing that city. Unreal. But like, I want to get a sense of it. I want to do it justice, right? I don't want to just be that guy that like. You want to know what streets yeah, you're and, on. You want to like, know the, what culture the vibe, Yeah, and like the people there, the, the community there, something or certain buildings that stand out to me and like do that. Like that's, I guess that's a lot to ask. But I think it's like I think it's kind of I want to be true. I want to be authentic about shit. Hopefully, I completely get it, bro. Yeah, I, I'm th I'm that way. When I go to a new city, I want to wander the streets, bro. Yeah, I, I want to do what the locals are yes. doing. I don't want to go fucking look at the Statue of Liberty from 800 feet. Fuck, Fuck no. that noise. Fuck I want to no. go to like the underground skeezy after hours, Same. where someone's doing blow off a pool table, whatever <laughs> it is. I don't really care. It's just like fun. Yes. I want to do what homies are doing. Big facts. Yeah. Hundred percent agree with you on that. <laughs> I don't need to go to Times Square, bro. Fuck that. Let's yeah, no, else. I fucking did that, man. It smelled like shit. There was like a corner. It was all piss. It was I, like, I, I was get just it. there in July with my buddy. I had been there before. My buddy had it. And he's like, bro, we got to see Times Square. I'm like, for sure. Let's go. Okay, yeah. And I'm like, and we went. And it was funny. I, all I kept thinking of was anyone who lives in New York, there's no reason for them oh, to be here. Yeah. If there's all, nothing yeah. there for them. There's <laughs> no grocery know. store there. There's no, no uh, work that, like it's all fucking uh, Toys R Us and yeah. whatever all that shit it was just so funny yeah man. it's all these like little corporate fucking yeah. staples it's like you know it's for Vanilla Sky just to fucking rent out for one night like just it's, come take a picture yeah, and go yeah get the fuck out of there man go do something fun exactly man that's fucking hilarious <laughs> uh, yo Takeo 10 what does that mean bro I want to ask you that uh, well there's a whole story like behind like, so I was saying before my homie Zeus <laughs> Zeus Warner uh, gave me the name uh, Take out of the gate, like when I was like 24 or whatever. And then there was another dude writing Take 5. And so that wasn't cool to like jump on this guy's right, shit. Right, right. But I put an O on it and it like, it just had this more balance. And I love the fucking letters like T A K E O, like all those letters are dope. Um, and it's just stuck. Like, you know. Um, and it means like warrior in Japanese. There's a city out in Japan that's named Ta Takeo. And I don't know. It's just and people will say Takeo, Takeo, uh, Takeo, whatever I it is. I first thought Yeah, people, I don't really give a shit. People, half the time people think I may or may not be Japanese. Uh, clearly not. <laughs> you know, white dude here. Hey, we don't know though. No, you can probably tell. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's just been, I don't know. Those letters work for me now and they're yeah. now imprinted in my fucking brain. And those letters are tight in graffiti. Like, I fuck with it. Yeah. If anyone could see the name, they're right here. Yeah. Bottom left. Takeo. And that. <laughs> my guy right here. Yeah, that's for the wall, buddy. Put that one up. That's Reggiano. 
No, so Reggiano Parmigiano, that's a cat. That's, that's Garfield. That's Garfield's Italian cousin. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out the Italian homie, man. Yeah. Well, all my homies were Italian in high school. You know. Shout out Barry. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking dope. I get along with those people. Family food, respect. Come on. Yes, sir. And uh, I was fucking like loved Garfield. I actually used to draw him a lot as a kid. And then I did the cat, which is like it's right here. Yeah, I, I threw it on me. Threw it on me because it was so hot. Permanent, man. Permanent Parmesan Reggiano. That's I say hard. that. That's I don't hard. know if you can see it, but he's got the spikes on him. Yeah, that's so hard. he's got a little style. That's why he's Italian. So love that a little dippity do or love some bullshit. That. So, but uh, no, and that's T Wolf. So yeah, I got a fucking bunch, of, and I got uh, the robot, which is ten. I name him ten. Ah, okay. Because it's about binary with him, right? It's about binary code. And on that one painting, um, it's uh, it's got the binary code for YYZ on it, uh, on his chest. Yep. And so I like kind of slipping in things like that. So like you'll see my paintings and you'll see it and then you'll live with it and then you'll see it again. And then you'll see it at midnight and you'll see it at 6 a.m. And you'll start seeing these different things in it. Like I want you to keep kind of living with it. My stuff's definitely more sculptural. It's more like a live there's glosses, there's different metallics, there's little things etched into it. I really do kind of paint for myself. Yeah. Like I was saying, it's like, you know, I paint things like if I was the consumer or, um, you know, because I end up fucking hanging on to a lot of my work because I like it. I don't know. Fuck. Sue me. Love that. So, yeah, this is this is, uh, is T-Wolf. This is his, like, minty... That's minty the Mi green Miami wolf. Miami, yeah. <laughs> minty 80s dish. Yes, sir. <laughs> and actually, this is all blue. Dark, dark, dark no blue. Way. It's not black. It's dark blue. You can see it on the side. Yeah. So there's like, yeah, so that's like the bluish. But this is like this really, really dark blue. That's kind of one of my tricks is like, and it's been an art trick, a fine art trick is like they'll always add a color to uh, absolute blacks to warm it up or cool it down, depending. Smart. So when it's when you see it on camera, it'll look a little or it'll pop a little different. So I started kind of applying these tactics to my graffiti where I won't use absolute black. I'll use like this really, really dark blue or really, really dark red or really, really dark green, depending on what my fill is. And it'll just hit a little different. Like even on my, uh, even on that wall noise one, um, like I did this fill that was all like my abstract fill, even though it was straight letter thing with my characters. And there's some pieces there that are just insane. Like they're all ripping arrows and fucking everything. Yeah. Um, my stuff still made an impact because like the colors were really vibrant and against the blue background, this bright orange piece with like these white fucking outlines. Sick. Yeah, like it, it still popped. And that's, that's kind of what I'm going for is like using that color theory to, to to hopefully fucking get uh noticed and, and more uh, point across it works bro yeah I, fuck i've I, seen yeah. it with my own eyes that <laughs> mural is unreal man I, go check that's ashbridge's bay yeah ashbridge's bay by ashbridge's off lakeshore go check that out beautiful man other artists too huge um, project put on my cruise one of wall noise always always gets the community involved that dude like he's about the community he's about representing uh graffiti artists street artist whoever in his work like you know he could keep using the same 10 guys or 12 guys and he doesn't he always throws out people he wants to give people a chance you know and and he's og bro like he's so respected he's so talented homie's got a tattoo shop Southside inc tattoo out in uh uh no way yeah that's his shop that's his stop bro i went to i, I went to school at humber lakeshore man I, oh yeah i pass that shop all the time yeah right by the fucking uh the lc like down the road Absolutely. from the lcbo yeah man, by the his, fish and chip spot yeah that's it yeah that's the, no I, fucking way i was way. going to that bar quite regularly uh, oh yeah uh, like uh, last year whatever just because he was there and he was no my homie way. and uh be going to that spot yeah no he's he's so dope and he's like He's about respect and he's about like putting in work. Like he yeah. wants to give people that put in work a chance, right? Shout out to Cruz, man. Yeah, Cruz one, man. He's fucking six. Shout GFC. out Southside Inc. Small world. <laughs> yeah, totally, man. Totally. Small world, man. It's fucking wild. Some of the shit that you you end up like linking between and 
Like that's and all in all, like the city, and I've heard it once or twice before. It's like people will say, "Oh, it's a big city." That is, a, you can literally walk the city in, you know, I think it's like an big. hour or something. Like it's or like an hour and a half, you know, maybe two big. if you're me. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like, it, it's like it really is a small community, and Toronto is very clicky. Yeah, but it's changing because there's a lot of new people coming in. But it used to be like, hey, you're grown here, you're born here, this is our side, this is our, which I get. But for me, as a military brat, like I always had to fucking come in, crack jokes, or fucking fight somebody, or whatever it was to like make that connection. Yeah. Um, and stripes. Yeah, and that's that's cool. But like, uh, I don't know. <clears throat> it's all been good. Like, and the city, the city is smaller than you think when it comes to that. Like, when you're talking about people that are good at their craft. And there's other people in that, and they will know it. Tattooing, chef, like all this, the food industry, like there's a lot of little chefs or chefs out there that like, and I've worked for a couple that, you know, they're getting international acclaim or they're doing this, but they all kind of know each other. They all, they all know each other's work, right? Same with music, same with like acting, like sure. they're all, they're all going to end up knowing somebody. A hundred percent. And just you're right too, if the quality's there, then you'll, you'll, You'll yeah. know about it. Yeah. Or if you're like really, yeah, quality's there. And if you're niche enough or you're really staying true to what you do. Yeah. That stands out. It stands out. Absolutely, bro. I love it, man. <laughs> Take you. Uh, fucking awesome conversation. We're coming up on about an hour. Holy shit. Flies by, right? Yeah. When you're having yeah. fun. <laughs> there we go. Um, I want to give you a chance to like promote anything you got going on. You want to talk about your social media stuff. Um yeah, is yours, bro. Shit, check me out at uh, Takeo10, T-E-N-N, T-A-K-E-O-T-E-N-N uh, on Instagram. I also have my fine art page, Miller Original Art. A lot of fire on there. There's a lot. Of, yeah, it's more kind of high-end shit, I guess, or, or a classic art. Uh, it's all good. Yeah, you can figure out my last name's Miller, but what's my first? You'll <laughs> never know. There's a million of us as well. Uh, English, Irish, Scottish um yeah man other than that like things coming in the works like i really want to try and uh start building my clothing brand a little bit back up like that's been fun and uh we'll go from there so just keep keep your fucking eyes peeled everyone eyes open eyes peeled <laughs> out here man i appreciate you bro yes, fucking buddy. awesome conversation yes. thank you man Thank you again for this painting, bro. Buddy, I need I need to see that on the wall for the next interview this that is you do. Be on the wall I hope so. ASAP. Love it. Oh man. Takeo 10, Toronto legend, versatile vigilante. Keep your eyes open. VV. Follow, like, subscribe, VV. I think a, a vigilante Takeo collab needs to happen. Oh, by that the can way. happen. That can fucking I think happen. that would make a lot of sense. Buddy, we'll make that happen. Nice hoodie or some shit. <laughs> okay. Let's get it, man. <laughs> but yo, I appreciate you, bro. Like, subscribe, follow, all that shit. Go check out some. What's your favorite? Um, what's your favorite? Chocolate chip mint. Chocolate chip mint. What's your favorite? What if someone were to check out a Takeo uh, graffiti? Where should they go? Oh, yo, what's we just did this. One? We just did this one piece off Cecil Street for wall noise. Okay. I did a couple fucking fat alley cats, which are pretty dope. Cecil Street. Yeah, Cecil Street up behind the hydro building. Go check that out. Fire. Don't cross me. Love you. Let's get it, man. <laughs> We're out here. <laughs> Fire, bro.